When is the last time you said, I deeply love and accept myself to yourself? Have you ever? This statement gets to the heart of the dysfunction underlying many of our health problems. And my guest today is going to tell you why, and most importantly, what to do about it and how this statement with a standard energetic practice can help you not only sleep better, but improve your health. She used to deliver babies, but now she delivers exceptional wellness for women. Welcome to her Brilliant Health Radio, where holistic women's health expert and board-certified OBGYN, Dr. Kieran Dunstan, shares revolutionary insight from leading experts on what you need to know today to treat the root cause of disease, heal, and create the radiant health you've been searching for. Lean in and get ready to experience the bountiful, blissful, and beautiful vitality that you deserve. Hey, everybody, it's Dr. Kieran. I'm back here for another episode of Her Brilliant Health Revolution. It is a revolution, and if you haven't joined it yet, I'm glad you're here. It's your first day. And my guest today is going to help you understand something that is vital for your health and healing at midlife and really any time of life. And it's something that really is often neglected. And even in this day and age, when to me it's been proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that this is something in your health you need to address, I still have people tell me, yeah, Dr. Kieran, that's kind of woo-woo. I'm not doing that. And she is going to help you understand because she has a scientific background. So let me tell you a little bit about Amy Stark. She is an author, speaker, teacher, and host of the Ophelia podcast for over a decade. Amy has been using her degree in psychology and master's in education to teach others how to master their life and energy with the most cutting edge tools and techniques. She is a licensed massage therapist, trained Reiki master, reconnective healer, EFT practitioner, and is known around the world for helping people to create happier and healthier lives full of joy and purpose. Welcome, Amy. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, so excited to have you. And You were a science teacher, so we have to start with the question, how do you go from being a science teacher, teaching other little humans about how life works, to being basically a health energy master? Yeah, it is a super weird transformation, I will agree, (laughs) but it was more out of necessity. So I was a uh, high school science teacher working in one of the most dangerous schools in New York City, and the population that I was working with was labeled with emotional disturbances. So they were very volatile, and honestly, I was thrown into that situation without a lot of tools, and I really was suffering from it, and I got really, really stressed out and After four years, I had to leave teaching because I wasn't making the difference that I thought I was going to make. And these students weren't getting their needs met. And it was really frustrating. So I took some time off. And one of my friends said, you've got to try meditation. Like, it's going to help you with all this stress and help you feel better after going through four years of chronic stress in New York City. Because, you know, also I was young. I had no money. (laughs) Like, it was just tough living in New York City. So I started meditating and I really was scared to do it because, I mean, many people also say the same thing, which is, I don't want to sit down and listen to my thoughts. I can't do that. Like I was just used to the go, go, go. So I was a very proud person though at the time. And I was like, I can't tell her I can't do it because that's ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I was like, Amy, there's no reason you can't sit on the couch for 15 minutes with your own thoughts. So I did it and I liked it. And um, I worked up to uh, two hours a day within a few months because it just kept feeling so good. And I felt so connected with myself and with others. My nervous system started, you know, calming down. I started losing weight. Like there was a whole bunch of things that started happening for me, including my energy sensitivity becoming very apparent to me. So I, before that, I was living without knowing how sensitive to energy I was. So one day when I was meditating, I thought of my twin sister and uh, she popped into my head and then my eyes started burning and I was like, whoa, that's weird. So I opened my eyes just to see if everything was okay and they were fine. And then I closed my eyes and they started burning again. And I was like, what was I thinking of just a moment before this? And I realized it was my twin sister. So I called her up and I said, hey, Sarah, you know, what's going on with you? And she's like, did you talk to mom about, you know, I called her and told her that I had a double pink eye infection. Oh, 
And I was like, wait a second, what? That's what it felt like. It felt like sand was in my eyes. So I was like, something's going on here that's really weird. So the next day I was meditating and I thought of my dad and then my jaw started hurting. I was like, oh my gosh, did this tooth just like break? Like what's going on? So I was like, who was I thinking of before that? And it was my dad. So I called my mom and I said, mom, how's dad doing? She's like, well, he's at the dentist right now. He's getting his tooth repaired because he bit down on a walnut and broke it last night. And so that's when I was like, whoa, something's happening here. I have no idea about this. I've never heard of anybody feeling the feelings of other people. And then I was like, how do I make it stop? Because this is annoying. I'm trying to meditate. I'm trying to be peace, peaceful and like feel better. And now I'm feeling worse. That's when I really was like, I need to start digging into the science of like what's happening. You know, how is the body energetic essentially like how was i getting this information and it was through energy i was connecting with my sister i was connecting with my dad and getting that information unbeknownst to me like that that was happening it was accidental that's amazing you know i guess when you cleared out all the clutter then all these sensations and this capacity that you had came to the surface and so then what happened that you became so, trained in all of these things? Uh-huh. There was a combination of things that happened. So one was because I was sitting down and meditating and quiet, I got the intuition that I could heal with my hands. So I actually felt really comfortable saying it to somebody. And she was like, why don't you go to have classes about it? <laughs> and I was like, there are more people <laughs> who say this? And I was, she was like, yeah, they're right around the corner. They, they offer classes. And I was like, really? So that was Reiki one. And then at the same time, uh, in my spare time, I was listening to lots of, you know, healers and metaphysical teachers. And I picked up the book by Bruce Lipton that was The Biology of Belief. So that book, I was like, thank goodness I'm not crazy. <laughs> like, I can kind of understand what's going on here now. So, and as I dove in deeper, I wound up realizing that there was this communication that was happening with our energy of our body and the outside world. So when we look closely, like for, for instance, what Dr. Bruce Lipton said about the energy of the body, he said that, you know, he wanted to figure out how the cell. So it was moving towards things that were good for it without a nucleus. So if you know anything about cells, they have a nucleus, they call it the brain of the cell. And um, if you were to remove the brain, they would think that it, the cell would die and it wouldn't know what to do and it wouldn't do anything at all. Well, when he took the nucleus out, it still had life and it still knew what was going on in its environment. And in fact, it moved toward things that were good for it and away from things that were bad for it. So it was actually figuring out what was in the environment. And if you think that we have, you know, 37 trillion cells or 50 trillion cells in our body, we are actually just a walking, talking antenna. You know, we are full of all these cells that are communicating energetically. And that's how we have like heartbeats and things like that, because they're all sending the signal to beat. And here's another example that I always give people. So when you are, let's say you're afraid of something in the wild and you see it and your body reacts instantaneously, right? Your eyes like, you know, dilate your, your, your whole body, your breathing changes, your palms start sweating, you start running. Maybe if you're, you know, for me, when I was afraid of snakes, I would be like four blocks away, you know, if I, or, you know, a mile away if I saw it. And that chain of reaction only is possible through energy because it happens instantaneously. It is a signal that's sent throughout the whole body to save the body because the body's obviously scared, right? So that's how you can really see energy in action, right? Because otherwise it wouldn't have happened. You know, it would take too long to go from cell to cell to cell and then pass along these, these signals. You know, it has to be an energetic signal that just kind of pulses throughout. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm always got the cap on of um, the woman who's listening to this podcast and she's thinking, okay, well, that's great energy, but what does that have to do with me and my health? So, yeah, how, so what do you say to her? <laughs> yeah, so here's the connection. So I just talked about, you know, being afraid of something in the wild, but more importantly, we have triggers all the time that are happening for us. So we are getting emails and texts and, you know, living in the digital age and the go, go, go kind of age where we are in fight or flight. So a lot of times we're just constantly in fight or flight. And when you're in fight or flight, all your energy is going to your extremities to help you run away, flee, you know, handle the task, whatever it is. But unfortunately, when you're in that state, you're not in your like most 
best state in terms of trying to figure out circumstances. You're, you really don't want to be in that state, for instance, when you're taking a test or trying to f- solve a problem of any kind. So what I teach people is like how to switch modes, go from the sympathetic nervous system where you're in that fight or flight, where you're being triggered to the parasympathetic. So, you know, there's various ways of doing that. You know, you can meditate, you can, you know, take a nap. <laughs> that, that's not really going to help solve the problem, but you can also do something that's called EFT. So that is something that I really recommend that everybody learns, because especially women who are, you know, in their midlife time Mm -hmm. because they have so many things that are being demanded of them. And it is a great way to reset, become present, get rid of those triggers, you know, limiting to beliefs, whether, whether it's like starting a new business or if you're struggling in your business, you can use EFT to help get you into the parasympathetic, which is going to help you obviously rest and digest because all your energy comes back to the center of your body, but also it's going to give you access to your intuition, creativity, a better immune system. And if you use tapping specifically, there's even more benefits to it. So you're going to want to be more in the parasympathetic, more in the calm state handling your life. That's how we wind up healing. That's how we wind up having a coherent field and then becoming healthier. This has all been studied by science. I mean, you know, I was a science teacher. So like I could tell you a bunch of studies that would tell you how, you know, when you meditate, if it's, I think it's seven minutes twice a day for six weeks, you're going to change your field and it's going to become more coherent and more resilient. So really what we want in life is to be resilient, right? We want things to happen and then we want to bounce right back. And that's what I saw when I worked with my clients who were chronically ill, that once we started getting them more into rest and digest by going after the triggers in their lives, just naturally their body was able to heal. And they would, they would say to me, Amy, normally when this one thing would happen to me, I'd be out for three weeks. I got up the next day and I was fine. Mm-hmm. And that's what a healthy body does. It's resilient, you know, and this comes down to the uh, the cells. This comes down to the mitochondria. And if you know anything about the body, the mitochondria evolved from bacteria. So they're really not that smart. They're basically just there to keep us safe. So turn on the energy or turn it off, like either grow or say, we're going to decay. This is it. We're over. <laughs> and it will save the information in the bodies, like, so for instance, like we've obviously, you know, many of us have had arguments with our mom, you know, just growing up and we may actually feel on a cellular level that mom's unsafe. So every time we go to speak up with mom, we we start to shake or uh, internally, or we can't find the words or something like that. It's because our brain shifted into reptilian brain. But like mom is not being a threat in that moment. Mom is just being mom, right? You know, and really we want to be able to express how we feel, especially when we're in our midlife. Like we want to be able to help our mom, you know, the the roles are really changing, things like that. So unfortunately, our body is always recording what's going on to keep us safe. So unless we move that energy out, we're going to get tripped up on it. You know, the energy is still there. And so we need either Reiki or meditation or awareness or consciousness or EFT to help get present with that thing that triggered us. Like mom, telling us, you know, you don't know anything, I, you know, I'm older than you and you need to listen to me. Well, what happens when no longer mom knows what to do and you're the one in charge like that, you have to get rid of that programming. That's where you're going to have, you're going to get tripped up. And um, that programming is, is really dealt well with when you do EFT. Okay. Before we talk more in detail about EFT, you mentioned the field and I know there's some women going, what is she talking about? What field? Right. Your energy field extends to the length of your arms at the very least. And then honestly, we're all connected energetically to the quantum field, which if you do more research, you'll find out how amazing that is that we're all connected. So I'll give you an example of just how sensitive I am. I've had the experience where I will be gardening and pulling out plants that are alive, but they're taking over the area. And so I have to, you know, do that. I will actually feel sad and I will for the plant, like as the plant is sad because it's being pulled out. So that's how sensitive I am and how connected I am. And anybody who's really done deep meditation will feel that connection. Like when I was doing that, those two hours of meditation every single day, 
in the morning. I lived in New York City and I'd be driving to the uh, gym and I'd be looking at people and I'd be like, look at you doing your thing. You are awesome. You know, like, I love you. And then I just keep driving. And I'd be like, I love my family. I love my mom. You know, like I love mm-hmm. everybody. And it's because I could feel how deeply connected we all are and how we're really here to one, connect, but also to support each other in these missions that we've come here with, like these purposes to become a better person, to provide, like provide something on the planet so that people can be happier. Awesome. I love that. Thank you for explaining that. We'll be right back after this short message from our sponsor. Hey there, it's your conscience calling. It's a new year. Just wondering where you are with your resolution. You remember the one to lose some weight and get in shape? You know, life would be a whole lot better if you upped your metabolism, lost a few pounds, had some energy, and could get in your skinny jeans again, right? But I know you don't want to count calories, and I don't want you to either. And working out at the gym is not your idea of fun. Or mine. I know you hate the thought that you might fail at weight loss. Again. And I do too. And that's why, this time, I've set you up for the ultimate success by working with a doctor who lost 100 pounds at midlife herself by addressing all the hidden causes of weight gain no one's told you about. It's about so much more than diet and exercise. You'll see, Dr. Kieran will tell you all the secrets you need to know to lose 10 pounds and double your energy in the 28-day Jumpstart program. It addresses all the reasons that 90% of weight loss programs fail women at midlife. Yup, it was created by Dr. Kieran after she lost 100 pounds at midlife. She designed it to address the same issues that you're having. Only you don't know you're having them because no one told you. So yes, I heard what you want. And for sure, you totally deserve it. To live in a body that is healthy and vital and supports you in doing everything that you want to do and to look good doing it while having more fun than you can imagine? I got you. And I know you don't want to pay a lot of money to try yet another program, so you'll love the special introductory offer of just $47 to join. Just $47? Girl, you know you spend that on things you can't even remember every single month. What have you got to lose? Nothing. Losing 10 pounds could just be the jumpstart you need to your next level of living. It's all ready for you. Just go to jumpstartyourmidlifemojo.com to get the details on this amazing program and sign up now. Then you can check off Lose Weight and Feel Great from your to-do list and get back to the things that matter most to you. I heard you, and I've answered. Dr. Kieran's got your resolution covered with the Jumpstart program. I'll see you there. And we're back. And so let's talk a little bit more about EFT and how it might benefit someone who's at midlife. Maybe they're in their 40s. They're starting with the crazy periods. Where did my energy go? I can't lose weight. And then in the 50s with menopause, really feeling like they were hit by a Mack truck and like, what has happened to me? You know, what has happened to my body? What are some ways? What is EFT and how might it help women at midlife? Sure. So EFT is emotional freedom technique, and it's um, a body-based technique that helps to calm the nervous system so that you can, you know, rewrite what's going on in your head, basically, or rewrite what, how you feel in your body. It's the perfect way to bring us back into center quickly because sometimes meditation is really hard to get into if you've ever done it you're kind of like oh this is just not a good time but this is because of the combination of the things that you do when you're doing EFT it really does powerfully put us in the moment and we can realize what is going on and why we're upset so real quick to answer your question women in their 40s and 50s definitely EFT helps with sleep So if you do it before sleep or if you wake up in the middle of the night, it's been highly successful for lots of women to to help them go back to sleep because that's definitely an issue or can be an issue. Another thing is, is for instance, I had a situation where my son didn't get off the bus and he was supposed to. I had to figure out where he was where he was at the time. And then I also had to take my dog who was very sick to the vet. So here I am in this like predicament and I had to switch from one mode to the other really quickly, but, and be really present at the vet. But right before that, I couldn't find my son. He 
didn't get off the bus. He was still in school. So I go and I find him. He's fine. I realize he's fine. Up here in my head, I know he's fine. I see him right before me, but my body is still going through the trauma of, oh my God, I almost lost my son. And so I then am being hijacked in my brain and it's going to the rept. So I go from the forefront of the brain to the back of the brain to the reptilian brain. And here I am, I'm supposed to stand in front of the vet and say, these are the things that are wrong with my dog. So mm-hmm. I knew as I'm driving with my son in the car at the stoplight, I start tapping on one of the points on my hand because that's, that's where grief can help be released or on the center of the chest. So I was able to reset my nervous system and then be fully present for the vet. So this is just an example of how, you know, women our age, you know, really are having so many things that are asked of us, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's one thing for sure. Anytime that we are trying to figure out why we're so anxious or depressed or upset, you know, tapping is great because we can wind up getting centered, like I said, seeing the truth. And that's what I love about EFT is because a lot of times we'll say, I'm not going to, let's say you're, you want to start a new business. I'm not going to start a new business because the last business I started sucked. <laughs> or <laughs> I'm not going to start this diet because every time I start a diet, I never lose weight, right? Mm-hmm. So you're already starting out with like a ball and chain on your leg, right? You're already believing that this is not going to work out. And what happens is, is you wind up fulfilling that, right? You find circumstances and things in which line up with that because that's how your brain works. It will seek how you are, you are right. <laughs> it's a goal achieving machine. It will find how you are right and they will do those things. So you'll all of a sudden be great for a couple of days, but then you'll, let's say, eat a Sunday at night because you're like, well, I've been losing weight. So therefore I can have this. So what you want to use EFT for is all the trauma from all those diets that you did or from the last business that you started, you know, and say, even though I started this business or I started these diets and I didn't lose weight, I still love and accept myself. And that's so beautiful because for one, it's very healing because you're saying, I love myself. But two, you're also, you're accepting where you're at. So a lot of times people try to get to a destination without really realizing where they're at, right? They are like, you don't know that you need to lose weight until you actually step on the scale. You have to accept where you're at. You have to say, I am this way and now I need to go here. So I use the analogy of the GPS. Like if you want to have this new business or this new body, you're going to put that in the destination and the directions are going to change based on where your location is. You know, what's going on in your life? What kind of skills do I have? You know, is this possible? And then that's when you start to unwind all of the things that might be trying to keep you safe. Like for instance, if we do a diet and we were starving, right? For a long time, a lot of us were told, don't eat fat, don't, Mm -hmm. you know, fat free this, fat free that. But our body was starving and our brain was so hungry for food, right? So that information is in there. And so we want to move out those limiting beliefs because maybe we're trying keto, which has full of fat, right? So it'd be the opposite of, you know, a past experience. And so we want to shift what's called the reticular activating system by releasing the trauma so that we start lining up with, oh yeah, I'm going to be successful with this. I am successful in this area of my life, this area of my life, everything else that I try, I've been successful with. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. The brain will remember that one time when we were in second grade where we, you know, failed a project or we got up in front of the class and we looked like an idiot. You know, that's the point of the the body is to keep us safe. So we won't take that next step because we don't want to be re-traumatized. But if we release the trauma, the body doesn't remember and we wind up rewriting the story. We, we rewrite the script of our life. Ah, So you can use it to transform states based on where you are, like the example you gave about from your son to the vet, and to kind of rewire negative thinking, kind of ingrained patterns. So you mentioned sleep. I know there are a lot of women going, I need that. So (laughs) yeah. (laughs) How would you use EFT to help with sleep? A lot of women and myself, even if I wake up, I will say, even though I'm awake and I want to be asleep, I do 
deeply love and accept myself. Now I've done it many, many times that I don't even need to tap. I already have the training of like, when I say those words, that means I'm calming down. But if you are a woman who is trying to fall asleep, you're going to want to tap if it's in the middle of the night. You know, obviously you don't want to wake up your partner if you have somebody in bed with you, but you, you know, do it quietly. You don't even have to say it out loud. You can just say it to yourself. And a lot of women will just feel like, oh, there I go. I'm downshifting again. The other thing you can do is if you wake up with, you know, a lot of people go through this, they start thinking of their to-do list. So this is where you can either tap on it or I really recommend meditation because it winds up giving you this mastery over your thoughts. You can really say, that's really cute and (laughs) great that I'm thinking of this right now, but I can do absolutely nothing about it. So with meditation, you get this training where you can actually take that thought and like kind of put it aside, right? You say, okay, that's great. I'll take care of that tomorrow when the rest of the world is woke is awake. (laughs) You know, what's more important right now is that I be my best self right now. So by also by tapping on the things that you might have anxiety during the day will keep you from having them at night, right? So that's another way of avoiding it. So I would just say, even though I'm awake, I deeply love and accept myself, even though I'm thinking of my to-do list and I can't really do it. Why do I feel like I should be doing something that I can't? Ooh, that reminds me of what mom used to do. You know, you want to keep following the story as it's unfolding in your body and your brain. And some people, actually, I recommend this for a lot of people is to pay attention to where that energy and information is being stored. So is it in your shoulders? Do you feel your shoulders relaxing? Do you feel the heartbreak in your heart when you say that? Like, oh, I'm, I feel like I'm not good enough. I mean, who doesn't deal with that? That's a female, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so I work a lot with people where we do, even though I don't feel like I'm good enough, I deeply love and accept myself. And that's a whole other story we could talk about perfection and <laughs> how women just think they have to be perfect and do everything for everyone. And we're last, you know, those are all beliefs that can be tackled with EFT. And I've done it many, many times with women. In fact, yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you yeah, a really funny story. Okay. So I had a woman who was pretty skeptical she was a perfectionist and um, we started tapping and we started working on all the different things. And she said to me, she's like, I can't have Christmas. I can't have Thanksgiving. It's too much pressure. I I just don't know what to even wrap the gifts in. (laughs) And um, I'm scared I'm going to get the wrong thing for people. And I want to have people over, but I don't know what to cook them. And so we did some tapping on her perfection. And she realized, she's like, I really just want to connect with people. And that was, she walked out the door, she came back the next week and she was like, do you want to know something? I just had a 12 person dinner party because I wanted to on the spur of a moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she had moved enough of the energy and trauma around having things, needing to have things perfect that she was able to be in the moment and realize what was the most important thing was actually connection. I love that story. Yeah, definitely. Perfectionism, not good enoughness. Comparanoia is another one. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard it called that, but that's great. So let's go back. So you're saying tapping. Some people listening are probably familiar with that. I have my own sequence of points that I tap. I'd love to hear yours and kind of, can you take everyone through what would tapping on sleep look like as you're not able to sleep? Yeah. Okay. So if you are awake and you're, let's say it's at a 10, right? You're like wide awake. You're like, oh my gosh, you know, like how am I ever going to fall asleep? You would start with the hand and it's right below the uh, pinky. So it's on the fatty part of the hand and you're going to tap there and you're just going to do it rhythmically. And when you do it rhythmically, your body's like, oh, what's that? That's interesting. You know, it almost brings you back to the present moment. You're not in the future thinking about what you need to do. You're not thinking about the past of what has happened. You're just right in the moment, which is when we can move energy, which is where we're always supposed to technically be. (laughs) So it gets us into the body. It calms us down. It's a very soothing because it's touch. And we will say, even though I'm awake and it's a level 10, I deeply love and accept myself. The 10 is really up to you to say. It's really for those that are starting out with EFT and they want proof, right? Like if you're the scientific minded person, it's really great because it will decrease. The number will go down and you will then feel like, okay, forget I'm not going to tap. I'm just going to go to sleep. (laughs) You know, you'll feel good. (laughs) But what I do recommend is if you're working on like a limiting belief or fear, I mean, I've worked on fears around flying or anything like that. It will go away. It's amazing. So you want to get that number down to a two or less because the rest of the energy will move out as you've, you know, cleared the way essentially. So So you just have people tap on that one point, no other? No, no, no. And then the next point I'd go is... 
The top of the head. Top of the head. Okay. And by the way, you can do this with your kids. This also helps kids fall asleep really fast. They are not resistant to energy modalities. They're just usually if they're young. And I can do one round on my son and he's like, okay, mom, that's enough. I, I'm, I'm tired. I want to go to sleep. Get out of here. Then the next spot would be on the top of the head. You'd you know, tap up there and you'd say, even though I'm awake and I'm thinking about all the things I have to do tomorrow, I deeply love and accept myself. And then you take it. I love to take a deep breath in and out. It really just helps to reset. So do that. And then you go on to the inner eyebrow and outer eyebrow. So the inner eyebrow is around frustration and anger. So you might say, even though I'm angry that I'm up right now, because that <laughs> you're like, this is like the 499th time <laughs> that I'm up in the middle of the night. You know, why can't I just be like my friend Sue who sleeps through the night? You know, so you might be angry or frustrated. So you're going to tap on those two points on the outside and say, even though Sue gets to sleep through the night and I don't. I deeply love and accept myself. And then you're going to go to the next point under the eye, which is around control. So this is energy that has to do with wanting to control the circumstances. So a lot of times we'll be like, well, I can't be awake right now because I have to be this person tomorrow, you know? And the, the reality is, is that you are what you are. It's wanting or resisting what is, wanting something different and resisting what is really keeps us feeling stuck. It's not helpful energy or information. So we tap here and we say, even though I can't possibly be tired tomorrow, I have so many things to do. I deeply love and accept myself. And then we're going to go to underneath the nose, right in the middle. And we're going to say, even though I, I really should be taking this time to sleep and I'm not. So you can kind of even feel like you're starting to decrease already, right? The anxiety is going down. You're like talking about what your mind has been occupied with, right? So once you say it, you release it. Some people say, name it to tame it. <laughs> so then we're going to go underneath the lip and we're going to tap there and we're going to say, even though I'm annoyed that I'm not asleep, right? And, or you, this is where we often want to say things to people. So if you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, I should have said this to so-and-so and then you start having that conversation, mm -hmm. go here, go to this point right here because this the is chin. where all that energy, yeah, the chin point is where all this energy got trapped. So it, this helps to release it. So then we go to the next two points, which are right on the collarbone. So right below the collarbone, excuse me. And we're going to tap there. And we're going to say, even though I fear that I'm going to be exhausted tomorrow, you know, we're going to talk about our fears there. And then we're going to go to the next point, which is actually not on traditional EFT, but I really believe this is super important for everyone to do. It really connects with like loving the self, any grief that we have there, it helps to release it. It just acknowledges you. It's just very, very important. And I never leave it out. So you can tap there in the On center of the heart. chest. Yeah, right. Yeah. Our heart is technically to the left, but this is right where the thymus is. So it also helps with the immune system. And the next two points are right by where the bra line is. So we'll tap there. So either side, you got the liver and spleen points. So what are you angry or worried about? You'd want to talk about. So even though this is the, again, you can do the 99th time or 499th time that I'm awake. I deeply love and accept myself. So that's technically one round and you would, you know, continue to do that for as long as it would take to fall back asleep. And we'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. Hey there, it's me again, your conscience. Just letting you know, I did hear you. The question is, did you hear me? Go to jumpstartyourmidlifemojo.com now to sign up for Dr. Kieran's next challenge starting soon. Pause this recording and go to the website now. We'll wait for you. Dr. Kieran's got you covered in achieving your resolutions this year. I'm always looking out for you. You're welcome. We're back. So I love that you added the background for each of these points, like the jaw has to do with all the things you're wanting to say, and that when you're tapping on the bra line over by the liver, that's what you're angry about, and the spleen fear that you added that emotional component. I've never heard that before, so I really love that depth. That adds some richness. And some people listening are probably thinking, oh, I know how to tap. I know that, and they're not really paying attention. But what are some things that people do wrong when they tap? 
I don't think you can do it wrong. So that's one thing I want to just mention to people because I know a lot of women are perfectionists. And so they're like, I don't remember the points. I don't remember what exactly to say. Or unfortunately, some people say, I can't say I love and accept myself because they just don't. Uh, yeah, some kids also won't say it. So it's important to really address that, obviously, that that is definitely part of our healing. You know, the heart is is so electrically strong. And this is done, you know, through science. They know this. It's way stronger than even the brain. And um, it is the organizer of the field. So when our heart is breaking, you know, if we can't say I love and accept myself, you can imagine there's probably some sort of depression in there. There's some sort of anxiety going on. There's some sort of I don't know who I am going on. So when we release the things that are getting in the way of us being happy or knowing who we are or why we're here, we wind up becoming, you know, just healthier because then the the heart chakra or the heart energy becomes stronger. What is magical about that? I deeply love and accept myself. Like, what does that statement do? It's definitely, for instance, love is super healing for the body. Obviously, if you're saying I love you to somebody, we all know that we feel safe, right? So when you are feeling safe, you're in a state of receiving. And so sleep is a state of receiving. You cannot go out and get sleep. You can't grab it and bring it to you. We wish we could. But you know, it is about relaxation. It is about a state of receiving. And we want, as women, we are so used to giving, that we forget that we are supposed to receive. So that's why tapping is so great because it calms us down. It gets us in the state of receiving where we can actually take in those moments where somebody said, thank you so much for doing all that. A lot of times we're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I got other things I got to do, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. But we forget that that's why we're here is to like look at that person and say, you're welcome. And it was my pleasure to do that. Like, that's why I did it was because it, it brought joy to me. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of times we're so not in the moment that we're thinking ahead in, in the future and we're missing that connection or that gratitude or, or you know, receiving what we wanted to receive. Okay, so the words are helping to switch us into that receptive mode to be open to receive what we're wanting. And then the points that we're tapping, it's switching us from a sympathetic outflow to a parasympathetic essentially. Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly. And again, it's all about that acceptance. It's about plugging in where you're actually at. So a lot of times we are, like I said, in the future and we want to have that successful business, but it's like what's creating the anxiety is that we're not there. Our body knows we can't be in two places at once. It can only be in the present moment. And Mm -hmm. so we need to come back to the present moment and say, oh yeah, this is what I need to do right now so I can get there eventually. If you wanted to lose 20 pounds, the directions are going to be longer than they were if there was two pounds, right? Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing. You have to really know where you're at and where you want to go and then stay in the present moment and keep. So when you do this work, you wind up finding the things that are in alignment with you being successful rather than not being successful. You want to see those things and naturally choose those things. And that's what happens is, you know, I, the, some people, when they come see me and we do the EFT sessions, they will say, I've never gone for any job that I've ever wanted. You know, I just don't think I'm worthy of that. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. Right. Heartbreaking. And we start tapping and it turns out when they were two or in second grade, they had a urinary tract infection and nobody believed them. They thought they were peeing their pants for, you know, attention. And really what happened was there was programming that was happening. If people don't believe me, people don't listen to me. They don't value what I have to say. I should just go away. I'm annoying. I'm irritating, all that stuff. And so then Mm -hmm. it degraded her self-esteem. But once we move that trauma out at the end of the session, because what happens energetically from what I see is you move that trauma out, your truth comes in, fills you in. And you're like, I don't know why I would ever choose anything differently than the exact job that I would always want. Oh, I love that. Right? It's amazing. You can't find the energy. It's beautiful because they are who they truly meant to be the whole time rather than stuffed with all these traumas and expectations of other people and things like that or limiting beliefs or fears. That sounds like an amazing transformation, but what are some of your most memorable transformations you've witnessed helping people move through? I see over and over how women wind up finding their purpose and they become happy. (laughs) 
<laughs> so yeah, right? So who doesn't want to be happy and healthy? So what I really love about EFT is that for the women who are, have been sick, they have the ability to get themselves out of the moment without anybody else's help. Like they don't need to call me. They don't need to go see their therapist or anything like in the middle of the night, right? Or, you know, in the morning, they can t- handle these emotions as they come up. So that even prolongs the the parasympathetic state even longer, which helps them to heal. Yeah, this is so important. You know, I actually spent time on Zoom calls with two one-on-one clients earlier today, drawing out on my iPad, you know, about the parasympathetic and the sympathetic. And I love to use HRV, biofeedback, breathing, heart rate variability. So, you know, I had told them both, I guess, last month to get this app and start doing it. One of them didn't do it at all. The other one was doing it, but she's like, I don't really understand why I'm doing this. And I know it won't last long if she doesn't understand, but it is aimed at getting in that parasympathetic state. And, you know, I think because mainstream medicine isn't really teaching people that this is a thing, this balance with your autonomic nervous system, and you're not going to heal and you're not going to have optimal mental health and sleep and vitality if you don't get in the parasympathetic nervous system. But I find that I explain the HRV and then they'll do it. But I find that I have a lot of resistance to the things you're talking about. This Mm -hmm. is one of the reasons I was so excited to have you on is, you know, that you can really help people to understand from a scientific perspective, this is validated information. And yeah, your doctor's not telling you about it, but you need to avail yourself of this because one, your life can be freaking fabulous and you can heal and you can feel better, but it involves you embracing some things that maybe mainstream medicine isn't telling you like tapping. So thank you so much for sharing this. Sure. And are you familiar with the aura ring? Yes, I am. And if you want to tell everyone about it, that would be great. Yeah. So I find it really helpful. In fact, I'm wearing it right now. It tracks my sleep. So I know what triggers, you know, are making me not sleep. So if I have a heavy meal or if I have alcohol, you know, that's going to affect my sleep and then my readiness the next day. So what I love about the app that you can look at your ring and how you're doing is it gives you a readiness score for the day. So you know what you can take on the next day without, you know, getting sick or without overdoing it. So when you look at the app more deeply, you can see the heart rate variability and how it you when you're stressed, it'll be pretty straight, you know, and it's supposed yeah. to be very variable, right? That's that's resilience in there. That's the body showing you that you're resilient. The better your heart rate variability, the higher your resilience. Yes. So that is so vital. Back to the tapping you were talking about. One place where I, I've used it personally very successfully and have had clients use it is with sugar cravings. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) I forgot to mention that it can be used for weight loss and for cravings. Very, very, it's great. It's 74% decrease in cravings. I was working with a client actually recently and we were tapping on alcohol and accidentally, now I don't want to have any alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. I'm like, well, that's good. But you know, this is a little weird for me. You know, I'm like, never, was this never going to happen again? I don't know. Yeah. So the, with the sugar cravings, and I'll just share with everyone, when I would have one, I would do the tapping sequence like you just described, Amy. I think I'd pretty much do the same points. And on every point, I would do kind of three statements, even though I want to eat this whole bag of chips right now. I completely love and accept myself, even though I feel ashamed that I want to eat this whole bag of chips. And so I would go through it and it actually really helped me when I was coming off sugar. How would someone use this for weight loss in general if they wanted to lose weight? Well, you know, it's so interesting because again, it does cause you to get into the parasympathetic nervous system, which when you do one hour of tapping, that this is the research, it says that you have a 37% decrease in cortisol levels. So if your cortisol levels are going down, which is your stress hormone, you're going to be less likely to hold on to fat. Isn't that correct? Yep. So that alone is going to be super helpful. Also, when you tap, 72 genes get turned on for healing. 
So who doesn't want that, right? Right. <laughs> so those are going to be signs of health, right? But for weight loss specifically, I think just tapping on the cravings is going to wind up helping you to master where you might be having some pitfalls. So like if you have a craving for sugar, that's going to work. But if you've started diets and they failed and you're, you're just like, this is never going to work. Mm. Or if you're resisting exercise for some reason and you know that you probably should be, but you aren't, you can tap on that. But you know what's interesting is that along all those issues are underlying issues that really truly need to be addressed. Like for instance, when I was working with that person, there was some social anxiety and expectations on what he should be like when he was with people. You know, when he goes to a party, like letting somebody, like he felt like he was letting somebody down by saying, no, I don't want that drink. It's not, you know, a good idea for me. Mm -hmm. So it can be really helpful by eliminating the triggers. The other thing is, is sometimes weight loss has to do with eating things that we're allergic to, right? Mm -hmm. And then we definitely don't want to um, eat those things. So we could tap on that as well. So even though I want to have, let's say eggs or something, I deeply love and accept myself if you have a problem with that. Now, is that, can that help alleviate allergy to eggs if you tap on that or no? It would be very interesting to see that. I personally know that a lot of times what happens is if we, for instance, this happened to me just a couple of weeks ago, I was eating guacamole and chips mm -hmm. and then I dropped my phone on the back of my ankle and it killed. <laughs> and I, I like actually dropped to the floor out of pain. And so in my brain, because I understand the way that the body works, my body and brain are going to pair everything around that situation and tell me guacamole and chips are dangerous you know, unless I start to work on that. So to me, food allergies from what I've seen has a lot to do with one, always being in the sympathetic nervous system, but right. two, having a relationship, an emotional relationship with that food at the time when something happened. So Very working on those things is going to really help that, I think. Right. Yeah, that's interesting when you were saying that about the studies that show decrease in cortisol 37% with an hour of tapping. I know that women are going, do I have to do it for an hour? Right. And that's the other thing you said, you know, what, what are some things that people could do wrong? You can most definitely do it for way less than that. But that's just what the research says. And I truly believe you're going to have a lot of benefit regardless of the amount of time that you do it. So, you know, when I was at the stoplight, it was only for, you know, a couple of minutes. Some women tap when they're in the shower because that's the only time they get free. Some kids will tap underneath the table when they're at school or at the lunch table and they're nervous. Here's the, another link that we don't really talk about. Childhood trauma leads to chronic illness, addiction, and mental illness. So if we can get to the traumas that happen to kids when they're little, there's a more likelihood that they're going to be healthier as they're older. So this is why I also take time out of my day to teach kids this because who doesn't want to have a healthier generation in the future? So true. And this is one of my favorite topics. And as you know, I work with women at midlife. And so oftentimes when I talk about this, I talk about the ACE study, and I am trying to help them understand that there might be some unresolved trauma contributing to their health issues and this kind of stuck in overdrive sympathetic nervous system. They look at me like I'm crazy because they look back at their childhood and say, I didn't have any trauma. I wasn't physically abused, sexually abused, any of these things. What do you say to that? How do you help them get in touch with maybe there was 97% of us have relational trauma. I would say 100% of us. Yeah, 100%. But I'm like, what study is saying that bullshit? Nice. Sorry. 100% okay. uh, of us. You know, and the reason why is because the ages of zero to seven, we are in a different brain state. So we are in a more meditative state and we're observing the world, trying to make connections in a world where we have just like, it's basically getting thrown into the swimming pool and then figuring out how to swim. We're trying really quickly to understand what's going on around us and, and try to make sense of the world. And we make some connections that are wrong. So I'll give you an example of uh, one client. So she was with her mom and she wanted to make cookies. Her mom was like, great, we'll make cookies. So she pulls out all the stuff, puts it on the floor and put out a blanket so that she was sitting on the floor Aww. on a blanket. It's super cute, right? You think in your head, guess what she thought in her head? Mom doesn't think I'm worthy of the counter. 
it's just amazing how the brain will make sense of the situation based on prior experiences. And the mom, a hundred percent did not mean to, to relay that to her. Right. But in her head, she's like, well, how come I can't do what mommy does up at the counter? I have to do it on the floor. So we are constantly, when we're kids making these connections that are incorrect. And then we wind up living a life through that lens of I'm not good enough to be at the counter. I'm not good enough to be picked for the soccer team. I'm not good enough to get that job. Right. It, it will be, a progression unless it's released. It's like pulling out the root of a plant. When you finally get to that real reason of why you feel you're unworthy, it's amazing how your body's like, of course I'm worthy. Like my my husband's been saying I'm amazing. My kids have been saying I'm amazing. My boss says I'm amazing. So, but we don't see it because we just remember that one trauma or a couple of traumas that happened in the past. And it's not the truth. Mm-hmm. It's just a couple of things that happened, you know, in the, way long ago, usually. Right. So it's pretty amazing when we do this work. And so if people, if women don't have a memory at midlife, but they're clearly showing signs of being kind of stuck in their relationships, maybe with others, maybe with their career, and they have this dream they haven't accomplished, would you just have them start generally tapping on, even though I haven't had the career that I want to completely love and accept myself, even though my relationships and et cetera, is that what you would have them do? Yep. I would definitely recommend that. A lot of times women say, I don't know what's wrong. Yes. (laughs) And that's okay too. The body does. So the body keeps the score. The issues are in the tissues. If you acknowledge the fact that you're feeling stuck, so stuckness is resisting what is, you wind up moving things automatically because you're tapping and that winds up getting you into the present moment. You're like, oh, actually it's really you know, because my husband just never helps out in the house or something like that. You know, you really get to that moment where you're checked into your feelings. In fact, I can give you the woo aspect, which is the chakras are actually upside down. That's how they're shown to me is when somebody's checked out of their feelings, they're like, oh, I'm fine. They're checked out. Mm. We say that's the language. We're like, oh, they're not, they're checked out. They don't know what's going on. But really their brain is just turned off. Like they're just not really there. They're not really present. Mm -hmm. So when we tap, we get present and we're like, oh, I know what's wrong. You know, Uh, my husband is irritating the SHIT out of me and he's not listening to anything I say. (laughs) That's really what's going on. And I have a safe space right now because I'm by myself. I can talk and tap about what's happening and release it instead of thinking about it and ruminating over it and actually re-traumatizing ourselves. Oh my gosh, this is such a great conversation. I could talk to you for the rest of the afternoon, but I know that you have things to do and so do I and also the people listening. So hopefully you have loved hearing Amy share all her wisdom as much as I have. Amy does have a newsletter you can sign up for and you'll get her how to clear your energy information and 11 ways to increase your energy and tips on how to shift your mindset and transform your health. And they'll find that at your website, Amy? Yes, they will. Yeah. Starktransformation.com. Starktransformation.com. We will have the link in the show notes. Again, Amy, thank you so much for making the esoteric real for us and helping everybody listening understand why energy medicine is essential to healing at midlife and really any time of life and really giving some practical tools that people can start using today to sleep better (laughs) and transform their lives. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This was wonderful. I could talk to you forever as well. (laughs) And thank you all for joining us for another episode of Her Brilliant Health Revolution podcast. I will talk with you all next week. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media and send it to someone who would benefit from it. If you love the show and really want to support it, please go to iTunes, write a review and subscribe. This helps other women find us so that they too can heal and enjoy brilliant health. I've got a gift for you. If you take a screenshot of your review, post it on your social media and tag me, I'll send you a special surprise right to your inbox. Thank you so much for joining me. And remember, healing and getting optimally healthy isn't magic, it's science.